0: I'm Jens, and I'm talking here. There was once a rhinoceros named Fred, and you knew he and his face. He always had a bad temper, and you feared for your life sometimes when he got angry. The problem was one day he lost his temper the same day you came down with a bad case of face blindness because you suffered impairment in the right fusiform gyrus of your brain, a fold that, as far as science knows, appears to coordinate the neural systems that control facial perception and, more importantly, memory. Fred has started to charge and is hurtling towards you, his giant horn about to impale you. He's a few feet away, a few inches, a few centimeters, a few millimeters. Stop the movie playing in your head just as the horn is indenting your shirt. You're still alive. Your skin isn't broken. This problem is called a gray rhino, and it's plaguing the Chinese economy. Per Reuters on November 2nd, China's central bank has issued a warning that grey rhino financial risks may surface in 2019 in the world's second largest economy. You should be very worried. Potentially. Instead of worrying, you're probably thinking, what's a grey rhino event? These events are obvious yet ignored threats which may surface due to a global economy and its financial markets. Sometimes the biggest problems we face are the biggest problems in our faces, and not what Nassim Nicholas Taleb has written about unforeseen events, Black Swans, in his book of the same name, not to be confused with the Natalie Portman movie based on an original story by Andre Hines. China at this time is facing a storm that's near perfect in creating a ripe environment for a recession, to say the least. The U.S. trade war with China and Chinese growth cooling to a weakening point not seen since the global financial crisis fueled in part due to a weakened demand in the United States for Chinese made goods due to the trade war. China has felt they had no choice but to resort perhaps to old policies of GDP growing through Chinese domestic infrastructure building and tax cut unveils. It's arguable that this will not work. Building ghost cities in the desert to make a nation's domestic activities look busy can only go so far. Activities of this nature are and will continue to be hollow as investors' daily business has shed light on as of May 2018. China is a communist nation. That means that the state government plans and controls the economy, and usually one authoritarian power holds power. What we're witnessing is China geoengineering their own economy to colonize the investment portfolios of the world's investors and stay there, keeping their economy viable for as long as possible. Louis R. Martinez of the University of Chicago wrote a working paper titled, How Much Should We Trust the Dictator's GDP Estimates? The premise is that by measuring the light produced by a nation through satellite images taken at night, you can suss out a direct correlation of if a nation's estimates of how large their economies are is factually based. China has reported year over year 10% GDP growth with the number declining recently to 6%. That would qualify it as the world's number one economy when you factor in purchasing power of what a dollar buys in China versus in the US. If Martinez's estimates are correct, then that could mean China's average GDP growth has been inflated by roughly 30%. A 30% that pushed it to forge a grip on many investment portfolios and further prop up the Chinese economy through investor faith. This is in your face but being ignored. It could be said that it is a grey rhino financial risk. The People's Bank of China, China's central bank, should know if this is the case or not. Could this be one of the reasons they may be worried? Do they know that they can only keep pushing the same tried methods to keep their economy inflated for so long until the mass of what needs propping up is too great to hold without it supporting its own weight? China's Communist Party's Politburo A Politburo, by the way, is the principal policy-making committee of a Communist Party, has said per reporting by the South China Morning Post that there was growing downward pressure on the economy with profound changes in the external environment. The nation's own state-run Xinhua News Agency has reported this. In fact, that sounded like Chinese to you, perhaps. It basically means they're getting weighed down and they don't want to drown. There's too much data to show or share, but know this, China is worried. You would be too if a giant gray rhinoceros named Fred was charging at you, except you can't remember why you should be or even worried at all. Throw in two that Alibaba, the world's sixth largest internet company by revenue and can arguably be said to be backed in some ways by China and her government, is worried. The story is as old as physics. Pull a card from the base of a tower and the rest of the tower will begin to fall. Alibaba's core business is supported by providing an online platform for small and medium-sized businesses to sell their wares to Chinese consumers. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that if the foundational companies holding afloat a behemoth flounder and China's middle class start to spend less, that there will be cascading effects on many other things. Alibaba knows and is revising down its sales outlook. To ignore or perhaps be blind to the contours of Fred's face can only lead to trouble, to say the least. Fred hurts you. An ambulance may come for you, and you might survive if the paramedics put you on the stretcher in time. Who puts a nation on the stretcher? Quod cavatiosus sapiens. Be smart. Be wise. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed what you've listened to. If you'd like, you can download the Anchor app and leave a voice message. You might make it into the next episode.